Hey guys, welcome to Press Start to Play, a bi-monthly podcast where I, Ayush, sit down with a guest of my choosing to talk about topics of my choosing from the video gaming world. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and every other place where you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, do subscribe and send us a 5 by 5 will recommend rating. See you on the other side. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Press Start to Play by Indian Noob. I am your host Ayush and once again second time in a row I am joined by Salesh. Hello I am Salesh. So Salesh uh this is this month was Gamescom and uh, apart from Gamescom we had a lot of games to play as well some big games on our hands right? So uh, do you mind telling everyone here what game you have been reviewing for us this month? So for the past one week I was playing control uh, before everyone else of course so that I can review it and it's actually a mind blowing game Okay so uh, for those of you who don't know control is uh, control is the latest game by remedy and uh, uh, Salesh has had the opportunity to uh, get his hands on the game uh, almost a week before everyone else so Salesh take it away man tell us what the game is like So have you seen that movie cabin in the woods so where a group of teenagers uh, find themselves in a find themselves haunted by some kind of zombies and vampires when they are camping out in the woods but later they comes find the secret that uh, an american government agency has been uh, capturing all these mythical beasts and uh, supernatural uh, things and running tests on them so control the premise of control is something like that there's an uh, there's a secret government agency who uh, tries to study tries to do research and controls on uh, supernatural things like uh, a haunted duck rubber duck or maybe a fridge that opens on its own or maybe a tv that flies so they actually um, they put everyone under massive surveillance and try to find out where such altered altered world events or supernatural events occur then they go there they send their people and they try to start uh, capture and control those substances so the enter game is based on that and we play as the main character who has superpowers so it's like x files like yeah, it's, it's like uh, x files but uh, in x files uh, there was no containment breach imagine is this is a, an x files where every alien has escaped its uh, captivity mhm and uh, so so what what was the game like like that's a that's an interesting premises right but how does the game play like so the game has combined both the shooting and uh, uh, supernatural aspects i mean you can uh, shoot bullets from a weapon that does not reload uh, actually it goes into cooldown like uh, the weapons in halo but it has no uh, limited bullets so combined combined with that we can actually launch objects you can uh, fly you can dash at su- uh, super speed and uh, yeah there was one more power yeah you can actually fly, fly and then stomp down on the enemies mm-hmm. and your review is like very glowing right you recommend that game to everyone so what like if you had to give like someone three reasons to play control what would be those three what would those three reasons be so the first will be the lore remedy games have always been known for their story and lore for example in every in max pain alan wake and quantum break if you look at the collectibles they give a much broader world view of the game and their environment the game is set in so it actually helps in world building and helps in setting up the lore and control excels in that the second aspect can be the fluid and dynamic gameplay you can play the game as a normal shooter uh and uh, i shall mention there is no co- cover element in that you can take cover permanently behind any objects because every object in the game is breakable so you actually use your uh, supernatural powers and shooting to play the game in the way you like and the third can be the voice acting it's actually plays like a movie mm-hmm. 
so uh, normally we find wooden voices and uh, face emotional less face facial expression in most games because of maybe of the graphical constraint but the motion capture and the uh, the facial motion capture is control is in on par with that of elenoy Mm-hmm. And Eleanor was like uh, the old premises of Eleanor was like facial. You have to look at people's faces and uh, find out, right? So if you say that uh, control is on par with uh, Eleanor when it comes to facial expressions and facial animation, it's it's a big compliment, right? Yeah, but of course Eleanor excels at that aspect. I think they used most of the cameras on the face only. so nothing will beat elenor in terms of facial expression but yeah controls uh, fall second to it right and i love the uh, art style of control right like uh, the screenshots that are coming out and the uh, like uh, the just the aspects of like i uh, remember reading about uh, control like uh, there is a room in the game where a person is just asked to pl- look at a fridge uh because something ba- bad might happen if he does not uh, look at uh, he stops looking at that right yeah actually that's a spoiler it's a side mission actually and it will lead to a boss fight mhm and how much how much side mission does the game have like is, is it uh, like is it game has plenty of side missions mhm and do those side missions like add up to the complete story or like what what do they end up in they actually add a part to the overall narrative Uh, some of the okay. side missions are regarding some of the uh, supernatural objects that escape captivity for example there is a mirror and the mirror mm-hmm. will not reflect everything in its surrounding it will only reflect some selected objects so if we uh, uh, if we activate the mirror and go into that the mirror world the mm-hmm. our main character jesse will come face to face with a reflection and the reflection is actually a boss so we have to fight with a reflection who has the same power and has the same weapons as us Wow, that that sounds really cool, man. That's almost like Prince of uh, Prince of Persia, the Two Thrones uh, stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I bring uh, Prince of Persia up every time because you know I'm a big fan. But yeah, c- control sounds awesome, man. So what what was the coolest thing that you did in in the game? The coolest thing was uh, uh, imagine there are two enemies right in front in front of me. and uh-huh. there is a fire extinguisher hooked to a wall so i uh, use my telekinetic abilities to pull the fire extinguisher and while pu- while the extinguisher flies towards me one of the enemies knocked out and then i launch uh-huh. it to another enemy and the ex- uh-huh. since it's a fire extinguisher it explodes so it takes down three four enemies in that area and uh, what about the uh, poets of the fall uh, audio room tell us about that yeah in the there's a section in the central research that that uh-huh. that's actually a yellow room or noise proof room how the acoustic rooms are there with uh, triangular pyramids and all to uh-huh. uh, prevent the outside noise from entering and there are two giant speakers where you can play okay. the poets of the fall dark despite for those of you who do not know remedy uh, they are big fans the team at remedy are big fans of poets of the fall and they try to incorporate their songs yeah mark uh, into... and samle were friends actually childhood friends mark was the lead yeah. singer of poets of the fall Yes, that's correct, right? So it's it's a great game, right? Somebody, uh, it's it's not the the thing about control is it's not something that you see every day. Like, uh, it's not a game where which where it's an RPG where you know like there's going to be an RPG tree, a skill tree, and you're going to uh go through those and earn experience points, kill enemies, to have stealth kills. It just looks different. It plays different. Everything about it is different, right? So, but it is like, not new. I mean, I've seen that before. In you remember a game called Prey that came in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. It has the yeah, same exact scenario as Control. It has RPG elements. It has a space mm-hmm. station where all the aliens have escaped captivity and uh, people mm-hmm. are dying, and there are some survivors. Yeah, same mm-hmm. premise. Right. Uh, but do you think like uh, does Control work better than Prey, or like uh, do you, do you think like uh prey was better no prey was far better than control because the amount of options it gives us regarding the gameplay control does not give the same amount of options over and mm-hmm. all it's actually a third person shooter and uh, you can you can't actually do stealth in control but in prey you can do stealth you can use the environment to kill the aliens i see uh, that's a big statement man to make you know control is getting some rave reviews everywhere and you say to say that your uh, prey is better i think that's a big statement 
right yeah tell me about uh, it yeah so that's another game that came out this month and uh, uh, we had some uh, i got some hands on time with it and uh, since it's a horror game i decided not to play it alone uh, and uh, because i'm really bad at horror games so uh, so the last horror game that i tried playing alone was silent hill and like half an hour into the game i quit and then i asked my brother to play the rest of it right uh, so this so you actually <laughs> I mean, you can play that with lights on in morning i know but i i don't i don't like her i don't like horror stuff uh, horror as a genre is not something genre is not something that i'm fond of uh, so i got my wife to play it with me and uh, uh, you know i it was a lot of fun uh, uh, it was scary at times there are a lot of jump scares in that game uh, but uh, the good, one thing that i liked it is it's not like uh, outlast right where you're Even always running. running and running yeah yeah running you're not running. running yeah it plays like you said like control plays like a out like a picture right and it's the same thing with the man of medan so uh, there's a team beha- behind until dawn uh, so they kind of know how to make a horror game and uh, uh, you know uh, it had a bunch of characters and the story is really nice as well like i i was actually intrigued as to what's going to happen and uh, uh and it it works like a you know combination uh, of not a combination of but i would say it works like a horror version of telltale games right so uh, what you're doing is a lot of quick time events you mean like the walking dead series the walking dead series that came that was i think a horror combination of telltale like they were saying i don't think if if walking dead is like proper horror i think it's more like a drama like same mm. same as the tv series right like that's like zombie drama more or less uh but uh, again but telltale has a good uh, track record of with but it's that kind of a game you know you make choices uh which are important to the story right and uh, you uh, uh basically quick time events are there to uh, uh to basically uh, whenever you want to react to someone or react to situations or pulling punches or running away from people and there is there are some exploration uh, uh uh elements to it so basically what happens is you start with a group of five friends right and uh, it's not necessary that by the end of the game all five are alive uh and in my case in my first play through uh, like one person was dead uh, before i even got to the men of medan boat the titular boat one person was already dead so i was already like with four people so uh, when i do choices you can keep them alive or uh, you can just ditch them yeah like it's uh, so it it depends on your choices and there are branching story lines everywhere right uh, so yeah, i picked i yeah i unfortunately picked a choice which had one of my uh, characters killed uh, but also the exploration is like this so sometimes if you explore and you find an item uh, you can save the uh, save the other characters on the uh, on the game can later on use that item to save themselves right and uh, if you are friendly with people then uh, the person you are friendly with can help you out when you are in a tight situation so that is the kind of uh, you know effect uh, exploration and choices have in the game so uh, those people they are all naval officers no no so the uh, the synopsis is like uh, so there are five friends who have started who are on a diving trip trip basically and uh, uh, they are uh, hijacked or uh, maroon jacked by uh, by some fishermen turned pirates right who want to hold them for ransom uh, and while they are being held uh, a storm strikes their boat which takes them into the middle of the ocean and uh, they bump against a haunted ship and this haunted ship is actually you know um, uh, a real life ship which was there uh and which was lost in the pacific uh, uh the orang of madan and madan is a city in indonesia and orang means man so that's the name that translates to man of madan which is the, the name of the game right so it's based on a real life uh, mystery ship 
and when these like this group of people like five strangers and three pirates land on the ship uh, they are stuck on that ship because of the storm and then uh, how that haunted ship basically how you survive that haunted ship is what the game is about so there are no monsters in this game or jump scares and uh, it's a psychological horror right or oh, there's a killer uh, out there so there is no uh, out and out killer out there like uh, like in uh, until dawn like there was a cult of people trying to kill you right yeah. uh, or an outlaw there was a monster which was uh, behind you but this is a ghost ship right so there uh, there are there is like a ghost presence which is trying to kill everything which is on that boat alive on that boat right and uh, uh, the thing with that is like uh, in on your first playthrough you will not find out everything there about that boat or uh, how people died or what happened on that boat completely so it will take like a couple of playthroughs or th- three playthroughs for you to understand the complete uh, lore of that ship which also i thought was nice because the uh, and it's easier to do the entire thing because you know it's not too long uh, one playthrough takes around 5 hours maximum even lesser if you are like kind of switching through it which would happen after you're done with the first time so, so uh, like a movie it plays out yes and like it's also structured like that you know those serials which came on like ahat used to come on on uh, uh, on zt on uh, sony back so it like it, that's that's how it starts man it has a proper cut scene like uh, an opening intro with a rock song playing in the background and a person walking in and like uh, the men of medan is like one part one uh, independent episode in a series which is called the dark pictures anthology and how it plays out is like you're talking to someone you as a person are talking to someone called a curator and he is telling you a story and in that story there are choices which you are making which affects the story and so, so the it's first like your narration of a series you mean the dark pictures uh, they are pl- uh, pl- uh, they are planned for some upcoming games or uh, man of medan is their first project and maybe something like that yes yes so so it's the dark picture uh, anthology and the first episode is like uh, man of medan uh, there will be more episodes in the future and but they will not be interconnected like uh, so you don't have to play man of medan to play the second one and vice versa yeah they're all yeah. standalone yeah that's why I th- that's why i say it's like kind of like art it has a introduction uh, uh, song to it and then it plays like out and like an independent episode and no two episodes of art are connected right so that's why uh, the, uh, it gave me that feel of you know z horror show and art when i was playing it with better effects we're talking about the indian tv series they come up with some horrific makeup for the ghosts <laughs> i don't think something yeah. like that exists in yeah i know man i i i like the game looks beautiful like my i was playing it with my wife and you know she was really impressed with how uh, good the game looked on a ps4 pro uh, and uh, on the ps4 4 pro it ran flawlessly like there were no issues there were no stuttering no texturing i was i was actually really impressed like uh, uh, there are few games that i've seen um, when I, on, as after the time i spent uh, on the ps4 pro that i was really impressed with visually one i remember is the infamous second son uh, the other one is god of war uh, and uh, you know then uh, you know uh, this is right right up there i wouldn't say this is like god of war level but it's really good looking the game is really good looking it's an exclusive ps exclusive no it's on pc as well uh, this the, this time this game was a uh, uh, distributed or published by bandai namco so they were cross platform so it's also on pc and i think on xbox i'm not sure though but i think it's on xbox too so it's on steam right people can buy on steam yeah it's on steam uh, and i think like i think you should buy it if you uh, normally play with friends like it's uh, it, it's the best part of that game is uh, when you are playing with friends either online or offline uh, mode that's when it's really interesting especially the online mode uh in that pay, what can happen is like both of you can be experiencing different things but at the same time so uh, that really adds to the drama and gives that feel of you know uh, a good uh, that's something you know with it that's not something that you see in every game basically that's what i'm saying so your your uh, co-op partner will have a different set of choices and you will have a different set of choices how they incorporate that into the narrative 
Yeah, so it's like this. So I'll explain it. So for example, uh, when you're on the boat, one of you is going to take a dive underwater, right? And the other yeah. one is going to stay on top of the boat, right? Now, uh, while you are down there, uh, 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 the pirates come around on the on the boat first, right? And according to the choices that you make on the top, right, the person who is uh, underwater will feel the effects of those strikes in real time, like those things happen at the same time, like simultaneously. So like a, a way out, you know, that game yes. from... very similar, yes. That very, that's very similar, but in that case, like, in the way out, you always had a split screen on, right? And then you played yeah. offline co-op. In this case, uh, this simultaneous thing only works when you're doing online. When you're doing offline co-op or, like, couch co-op, uh, things still happen in a sequence. So, like, uh, they will show you first what happens on top of the boat, then they will show you what happens underwater. But when you're doing it online, this could be simultaneous. Everything happens simultaneously. So on online, the gameplay hours reduces, right? Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's like um, that would reduce it like two by too much. Yeah, I I get what you mean, but I, I don't think it would be too much. Like those parts where simultaneously uh, alternative gameplay is going on, I think that's like few and far between. It's not too much. Mm, I see. So uh, I initially thought it will be like call up. How do you pronounce that? C T H L U L U Chutlu or something like that. So you, you I, I used to pronounce it Chutlu, then uh, J tell me it's Kutlu or Kutlu. So it's it's a yeah, proper yeah, name. Like, like, I thought it, the game will be like a Call of Kutlu or a, like something or Sinking City. I thought it will be like that. Yeah, no, Sinking uh, City and Kutlu are more like uh, exploration uh, RPG dramas, right? So. Uh, but I, this game is more like like uh, if you want to compare, it's it's more like uh, di- until dawn, uh, where you know uh, where you play where you're trying to survive uh, a night <laughs> in in or the dead by daylight, dead by daylight, uh, something similar premises. Yeah, like but dead by daylight is like a PvP game, right? So, uh, but premise is the same, but yes. <clears throat> And they 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 they've done a good job. I think uh, I am interested. I wasn't uh, I wasn't scared as much as I was curious as to what was going to happen in that game. And uh, um, on the only thing I could say is like I think the controls could be a little more sharper. I think they were like a little off. The controls were a little sluggish. But I think if, if they can make that uh, the controls more responsive, I think they they have a uh, they have a money winner on their hand, man. That's what I think. Or maybe it was console lag if something like that exists. I don't know. Maybe some, just some... You know how like the Telltale games, even like they're not the most responsive games in the world, right? So Yeah, uh, it's very, it feels very sticky. Like when you move the pointer with the mouse, it feels like uh, something heavy is moving. Exactly, yeah. It has the same feel. I don't know why that is. Because... Uh, <laughs> I don't like I don't uh, I think they try to uh, make those controls feel I don't know what they do but uh, you know when you're used to FPS and moving your mouse around very quickly around it just feels uh, very weird to uh, you know put your analog stick on the opposite direction and see move see that cursor moving really sw- uh, slowly so that kind of feel uh, that kind of feels sluggish to me Okay. Right. Now let's, yeah. So, apart from the top two games that we've been playing this uh, month, uh, there were there was also Gamescom that happened this month, right? Yeah. And uh, this time, Gamescom has also jumped in on the E three port uh, in the sense that they have a they had a games Gamescom opening night live, uh, which uh, you know, just like the E three conferences had. Uh, Trailers, release dates, uh, teasers, guests from all over the place. So, so, so Hideo Kojima was there. Uh, you know, the new Gears Five trailer was there. Uh, Cyberpunk announced that they will be coming to Stadia. Um, and you know, it it was it was a full on uh, E3 like conference, and uh, I enjoyed it. Like I was surprised by the gaming Gamescom opening like opening night live that it had so much crunched into it. And, you know, people have been talking about it for a long time now that Gamescom is going to take over E3. Uh, were you? Did you follow Gamescom this this time, Silesh? I actually didn't see it live. I saw the trailers and the openings uh, much later when I had free time. 
Did you see the Death Stranding trailer? Yeah, it's uh, less of gameplay and uh, more of uh, of cinematic, where you can actually breastfeed a ghost baby. <laughs> That's true. Or you can pee all over and grow mushrooms. Yeah, I actually miss that pee scene. I need to see that trailer again. <laughs> I t- I I honestly believe that like Hideo Kojima is one of like one of the like he understands his own hype that's what that's what uh, that's what i like the most about him like i don't like that person but like uh, but i i think he's uh, like i understand that he's really smart he understands his own hype right so he knows that whatever he puts out he he people will like it people is going to just lap it up right at this point of time they're just going to lap it up right so in a metal gear solid phantom pen you can actually you know, make your horse to poop and when some jeep or some caravan crosses the poop mm-hmm. it skids out of control and hits the nearby rocks knocking <laughs> out the driver and the passengers inside so <laughs> that's a strange mechanics yeah so like in one of the metal gear series uh, you what you can do i think it's 2 i believe uh, metal gear 2 metal gear solid 2 uh, you can look uh, at up at geese like uh, uh, at uh, birds that are flying across a ship and those yes. uh, those birds can poop onto your binoculars right so uh, and at that point of time like that's an inconsequential detail right that's an inconsequential detail but he adds them to make them uh, so make you think like oh shit man he's been thinking about that part and he is going to add he added that part like that's so natural that adds so much realism to it right and that's so the there was a, actually another mechanism you can uh, in metal gear solid 2 you play players ride in mm-hmm. so you can actually uh, sleep on uh, p if some enemy has speed at that place you can actually sleep and fall down yeah like see that's that's the thing like like that just it just adds a le- level of uh, hilarity and a, a level of you know appreciation of thinking of this point of detail right and that's the beauty of hideo kojima right I, he makes games which are more cut scene than gameplay but those are those cut scenes are you know really <laughs> really, long. really long and winded and the gameplay is like uh it's not the best gameplay in the world but it's like very uh, nuanced like you there are things about it that you would not have uh, seen or expected exactly yeah and it makes it feel more real basically yeah so so i think destining will have a ladder long ladder climbing sequence similar to metal gear solid 3 yeah uh, and so, some kind of music will play in the background yeah i'll tell you what so this is this is something that i noticed like so you so hideo Koji, uh, hideo kojima showed off a trailer where a person is able to pee and wherever he pees a mushroom grows right so it's supposed yeah. to say that you you're playing a very realistic human pe- player who can pee whenever he w- wakes up and all that okay then um, there is a part where he uh, has where sam brings has to put on a ladder to climb a mountain yeah. right so before he uh, puts out that ladder that ladder is not seen on his person at all like right and yeah. then when he puts it on it just appears on his right hand side and then he puts it on onto the mountain so similar to doremon's pocket yeah exactly like so like he's trying to put in realism onto peeing right but that part of which is an important game mechanic i'm assuming that that ladder is going to be that ladder is going to be, be with him for most of the game and he is not he is not even concerned okay that that's not going to appear on his side whenever he wants to put it out he can pull it out of his pocket and just put that ladder out right so that's that's the stuff he gets away with man that's that's hideo kojima for you <laughs> actually can you uh, eat those mushrooms are the do they have any medicinal properties or those are unrevealed yet so again like in in proper hideo fashion he said that if multiple people pee on the same mushroom okay uh there yeah. there are effects that can be expected that's what hideo said kojima said so he's talking about this social strand system is death stranding an online game or something where you can actually connect to all those players across platforms i think those those haven't been revealed yet those those haven't been revealed yet but from what i can gather it's not going to be a massively multiplayer online game but there will be multiplayer elements so i think you'll be able to interact and play with other players online yeah something similar i have heard in another game called journey where you can actually team up with another player and you don't actually exchange words you exchange emoticons or 
नॉन वर्बल सिग्नल्स टू कम्युनिकेट विथ इच अदर ये जॉनी एट समाइंड ऑफ सिमिलर एलिमेंट एंड लाइक या एंड it's it's good like uh, that's pretty decent another aspect of that is like in dark souls uh, you have other players leaving out messages right at different points of time so i never tried dark souls actually i oh, was man. too scared to try it <laughs> oh uh, so uh, yeah but let's let's not get into dark souls territory i think because then this podcast will run too long uh, i think we should do a separate episodes on dark souls uh, once or uh, once we get time uh but you know uh, after that he's that uh, apart from the he's that hideo kojima pulled, pulled there was also cyberpunk right and uh, yes. cyberpunk cyberpunk had a lot of details coming out this time uh, we also got to like uh, we also got to know that uh, cyberpunk will also be coming to stadia google stadia and uh, we also got to see a lot of gameplay and we got to know a lot of about the lot about the game as well So uh what do you think of Cyberpunk now Silesh So I think it's like a, a first person watchdogs combined with DSX you know something like that you can hack anything and everything because every uh, device is running on an OS and everything electronic can be hacked the use the you, they throw the word hack around quite a lot in the game Yeah that's so true. and I believe uh, it gives us much more freedom than any DSX game ever did so i think it's going to completely change the open world scenario mhm so i was uh, so there was this uh, gameplay reveal stream right uh, of cyberpunk today i think tonight and yeah i think yeah, it was uh, past that time it was after a one hour i think it's going on right now as they're talking yeah and like they had uh, they had an interview with the developers after that stream and he mentioned that like the entire game uh, the city uh night city uh, there are no loading screens anywhere so you can so you're free to move around the entire city uh without any problems right uh, yeah i hated the loading screens in witcher 3 yeah but witcher 3 had like minimal loading screens like the most of the continent was available to you to go around like apart from when you want to move to skellige i think more, it did not have any any loading screens right or did it actually the loading time was quite wrong even after running on an ssd mhm i mean it felt long for me yeah that's true uh, and like even it's the same for me for the ps4 i think the first load is very really long like uh, whenever you load the game into and when what was his name the bard what was his name the poet dandelion yes Yeah, he always talks about himself during the loading scene. And one thing I noticed during the loading, his voice is different, and in the game, his voice is different. <laughs> That's a good pick, Salish. That's a good pick, man. You should, you should do. Uh, we should verify that. I didn't. I I do not remember that to be honest, and uh, I don't know why that is. But you know, Witcher Three is one of my favorite game, favorite games ever, and I am really excited with what CDPR can do with Cyberpunk, right? Because. Uh, to be honest uh i uh, i don't like witcher 3 for its gameplay right but i like yeah the gameplay is quite boring yeah maybe yeah. but i like how the side quest would lead into main quest and how good the main quests were like the narrative was so i'm really excited with what they can do in cyberpunk now they also have kiano reeves with them right so i'm really excited yeah. with what they can do So did you did you catch? But uh, for some reason, I felt the gameplay reveal of Cyberpunk was a bit downgraded, or maybe it is just me because Keanu's face didn't look like Keanu. Hmm. I actually felt that uh, you know there was nothing special in that gameplay which felt like different. To be honest, like it played like a first-person shooter, right? Like first-person shooter RPG. And uh, yeah, actually depends on how you're playing, but yeah. Yeah, though they haven't revealed the nighttime gameplay where every neon and glowing will be there in the city. Yeah, I think that's that's what they're you know, I I think I mean they will be called night city, but we haven't seen the nighttime gameplay. Yeah, I think that they're saving it like for a big reveal just before the game, like two months or three months before the game. That because that's something that has been pointed out by several people on several platforms. Like they have not seen the game in the in the night. and i think that's something that cdpr is also aware of and i think they're going to hold on of a, hold off on that for a bit longer and like pick the right time for it 
like the big reveal Keanu Reeves had during E3. Yeah, maybe next E3, man. Uh, I, I, when is the game releasing? I don't know. If it, is it releasing before E3 or after E3? So April 2020, I think, or maybe I, I need to check. I think it's releasing before E3. Yeah. Mm. Then maybe not. <laughs> then maybe somewhere else. Just before. Maybe yeah. a trailer leak. They use the word leak all around. Yeah. I mean, I think they deliberately leak their footages to generate the hype. Mm, yeah. Do you know like uh, uh, the recent news that basically, like in games, when you try to pick a character, you normally pick a male or a female. So they remove remove the terminology. You only pick a body type now. Like a slimmer or a, uh, or a male body type. And then you pick a voice which is either male or female. So actually, they remove the words only because the body types are still male and female. Yes, exactly. So they, the, so what they're trying to say is like because this is cyberpunk, right? So anybody can have any kind of body. So it's so they remove that binary gender swap option, picking of option. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's a it's a bit insignificant actually. I don't really care about it. I can actually go for a male body or a female body and add all the cybernetic augmentations to it, mm-hmm. and no, nothing will feel any different. Mm. What do you normally they just remove the name when you male and female. when you get a chance to pick uh, a character, right? Pick a sex of a character in a game. What character do you normally pick? In RPGs, I usually pick female, and in games like uh, Cyberpunk, I think I'll go for male. I pick the female in Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you? Why do you pick uh, girls mostly? Mm, Any reason? Because uh, the next class selection will be a class selection, and there I usually go for mages and uh, wizards. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I remember, like when we were playing uh, in the nineties, if you had to an RPG, mostly what will happen, especially the biggest best example is for this is I think Diablo two. So in that, if you wanted to play a sorcerer or an Amazon, you had to. Amazon is obviously a female, but the sorcerer would be a female and a paladin and a barbarian were male right so those so during that time your choice of character was also would also tie into the sex but yeah maybe it's ingrained in my mind that males can be knights and uh, tanks and the females will be mages and healers and and all yeah yeah that that's maybe something that that has to do with that but uh, i normally just pick a male character every time irrespective of what game i'm playing it just kind of helps me uh put myself in their shoes if you uh, if that makes sense <clears throat> doing mass effect you can actually romance with a male as a male yeah but um, you know i don't swing that way so <laughs> all all my romances were with the opposite sex and aliens too yeah yeah i don't i don't discriminate on that front at least at least in video games for now okay so another thing that was revealed was Dying Light 2 trailer. Yeah. Gameplay. I mean, not the trailer, the gameplay. Yeah. And like they, that came out of nowhere, right? No one was expecting it. And there was like a 15 minute gameplay out there. 27 minutes. 27 minutes. Yeah. There's 27 minutes. Here. So how did you, did you take a look at that? Yeah, I saw it. I saw a look. I mean, the game gives us many options to progress the narrative. It depends upon our, on our choices. Our choices are determined how the environment behaves, how the people behave with us, and how they live. Mm-hmm. So that's something new for a Dying Light game. Because we have only two Dying Light games before, Dying Light and The Following. Mm-hmm. The Following is more like a DLC, right? It's not a standalone game. Yeah, it's it's an expansion. In, in fact, it's bigger than the original game. Okay. The in, area is bigger. The story may be a little bit less, mm-hmm. but the area is bigger than the base game. Mm-hmm. And Dying Light, was, Dying Light was like a sleeper hit. Like uh, I, the people, even Techland were not expecting expend, expecting it to be this big, right? And it was really yeah. popular. And you, when you play it co-op, it's actually even more fun. You can actually okay, do all the missions at night when all the zombies are doing parkour to catch you. Uh-huh. The zombies are doing parkour? Yeah, the zombies can do parkour at night. <laughs> That's <laughs> a zombie doing parkour. Just I I I I am just imagining a zombie, you know, jumping over uh, buildings and turning in the <laughs> turning in the middle. You don't need to imagine. You you need to actually play the game at night. <laughs> you don't even need to imagine. <laughs> that's true. That that's going to be interesting, man. But I, I did not play Dying Light one um, for various reasons. I don't I don't actually even remember the reasons why I did not play it. But I remember not playing it. 
but I am excited with Dying Light 2. So, did you see any differences in the gameplay uh, of the two games? I mean, the environment, uh, for example, in Metro games, the uh, previous environment are all post-apocalyptic and in derelict state. But in Metro Exodus, you see all this greenery around. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens in Dying Light 1 and Dying Light 2. The environment has drastically changed because the setting, the city has changed. I mean, it's a new location, I think. Mm-hmm. And there is much more green greenery than any previous game. Mm-hmm. I was going to, that was going to be my same uh, next question. Is it in the same uh, location or is it different one? No, no, no. It's in a different location. The previous location in Dying Light 1 was some Turkish city, Haran. This one in Dying Light 2, I think it's a... Uh, different location. I think it's American or European. Uh, I don't get the picture. I thought but it was in Africa. Africa. Uh, the first hmm, game. Maybe there was because of water shortage. Yeah, the first game. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a reason. Mm. Because the names, the names of the NPCs in Danglet were more American. Like someone was named Frank. Someone was named Steve. Mm-hmm. And in the original Danglet, uh, there are more Turkish names. Like someone was Aman. Someone was Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, in names like that, Omar, yeah. Said, names like that. Someone would be called, mm, yeah, like that in that game. Yeah. So I think uh, it's a more American setting, mm-hmm. you know, like Days Gone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Days Gone was really fun too, you know. I enjoyed that game. Uh, I think, I think that was th- this year, that has, the, that has been the one game that I've enjoyed the most. That one and Titanfall 2. Those are two games that are like standout games for me this year. You played Metro Exodus also. Yes, oh Exodus was so good. I'm so thanks for thank you for reminding me, Vasilesh. So Exodus was really good. I I think Exodus really put forward the formula of open like it put the open world formula into a new light. I mean, like it does not have to be a huge open world where you can travel, you know, everywhere to your heart extent and just lose yourself in side quests. In so it's a sandboxy, not exactly open world, like the crisis games. Yeah, so it's like sandboxy and movement matters. Like, you really, really have to think about, do you really want to go that that way, right? Like, that is what I like about Metro Exodus the most. Do you think, do you, think you can make that trip and come back before night time? Or do you think, you know, uh, do you have enough resources? Do you really want to waste your bullets? going into that area when you know we're going to need it in the main mission. Like, it puts in, it puts a value on your time, right? In the game. And so, so something happens at night. Yes, yeah, so at night, like, all the mutated animals can come out and they're stronger, right? And all the uh, mutated uh, uh, zombies, they're able to come out. So, uh, they are... There are zombies? Yeah, so they're like uh, mutated versions of... Uh, uh, like, I'll not call them zombies, but they're like mutants. Like... Uh, human versions are uh, 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 infected by the radioactive uh, like yeah fallout had some of them too. i think they're called ghouls or something like that yeah so they they come out more in more numbers during the night and like there are wolves and other animals also they come out uh, during the night right so you really have to in normal animals normal wolves not no, mutated no no everything is mutated in metro exodus right <laughs> there is like Apart from the people living on the train, everything else is mutated. <laughs> Except for the pigs, I think, because I seen some people cooking pigs inside those metro stations. They'll be roasting those pigs, and those pigs look healthy. Uh, that I don't know about. And where are they getting those pigs from? Maybe they're not mutated enough, or they maybe those are maybe those are not pigs. Those are just rats which have grown so much. No, I think those are pigs because they, they live in a sty. Ah. They have created a sty and uh, hay and all. Yeah. And when they are plumpy enough, they kill them and eat, eat them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think like uh, more games should follow that. Instead of becoming bigger uh, and you know uh, larger, they should be they should be they should be becoming more uh, engaging. Like you know, uh, I I don't want to I don't want a huge world where I can spend all my day with doing nothing. Like every half a mile in that ga- in that map should make me do something interesting. That's what I that's what I think, and it should value. Like it should value my time. It should value. I should think about whether you know I do I do, I want to do this or not do this. That's why I think like Microsoft had a really good, uh, they did a really good job there. I think, and I think more games should do uh, do stuff like that. So it isn't a linear game like the old Metro games. It's a sandboxy. 
where you can interact with npcs you can interact with npcs and there are side quests uh, but uh, uh, like i would say the main thread is uh, linear as in you can only go from one location to another after you have completed some quest on the first location but while you are at you can reverse your location you can't uh, revisit those old no, locations no you i uh, i don't think you can revisit those locations the main game at least i am i did not do it uh, you only keep moving forward so i thought it will be like tomb raider games where you can actually come back to collect uh, those collectibles in those old locations no i don't so it's no. not i don't think so it's actually a crisis like game we have to only move forward in a sandbox in nature yes yes so like the first stop that you uh, so basically what metro exodus 2 uh, is all about is exodus is all about is like you are on a train moving from location to location right and you stop at a location when when your path forward is blocked and just like a train cannot move backward your <laughs> your train can only move forward so you only go from one location to another because you're running away from someone that's the entire um, you know uh, premises I need to play that game, but first I need to complete Control. You still not complete? I'm actually playing uh, Arkham Knight nowadays. Oh yeah, dude! Oh my god, uh, that's oh well. You know what? Arkham Knight is is on. If there is literally no excuse for anyone not to play Arkham Knight now, because now it's on PS4. Uh, it's on the PSN game uh, of this month. So if you have a PS4 and you should download arkham knight man i that is the best superhero game ever made i know arkham city uh, you know was, was sold more and i know spiderman ps4 is one of the best loved games ever but play arkham knight and you will know how good a joker batman story can be written and you know that that's that is how a batman game is supposed to play like it's a city you are batman you have the batmobile at your service and you are fighting villains so actually uh, strangely i find it more fun that control way yeah, arkham knight is more fun than control if you actually look into it the visuals are glorious the missions are glorious yeah exactly yeah. what what part are you on right now without spoiling too much yeah the catman is kidnapped by riddler and yeah, yeah. Cat, and barbara is kidnapped by scarecrow that part yeah 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 so you you go on and you'll realize that how good so it really really gets interesting when you know um, as you will find out when the like around the mid around part that's when you know batman is feeling is really feeling the pressure that's when you realize how good this game is actually for the first time i saw someone actually punch batman in the face gordon punched batman after he he heard the news that his daughter had been kidnapped by scarecrow yeah exactly yeah, and and that's what that's what batman comics are all about right like that's what the, the story of batman is all about he's not someone with a plan for everything like but he's someone who doesn't give up like he just keeps on going and like it also adds up to the problem of a natural person like it's not something that when batman is is not just fighting joker at one point of time right he's also fighting pelquing he's also fighting riddler he's also fighting the arkham knight is also fighting two faces or fighting all of them together and all of them have their separate agendas right so that's what arkham knight does really well it's like, it's like just not one story it's like the real a real arkham city world that has come alive and you know everything uh, is going on parallelly that's what i like about that game basically and so actually love the character arkham knight because unlike all other villains arkham knight actually treats its his minions with respect he trains them to fight batman himself yep. and he actually cares for his uh, henchmen yeah so, arkham knight so i'm not going to spoil it i don't want to spoil it to you who, who the arkham knight is but you know but you should play the game i think I, you'll not be you'll not be disappointed once you you know uh, after you've done seen the climax and you've seen the final ending you'll not be disappointed with uh, how arkham knight ends yeah i need to complete that yeah and that's a good with that actually that brings us to the end of the shit uh, end of the show for today uh, we have almost run into 1 hour today uh, selish and uh, uh, thanks for your time it is always nice to talk about games that you love uh, and uh, you know gamescom was great as well so uh, any parting thoughts before you go away mm-hmm. parting thoughts as in 
what should i say let's look forward to what more games are coming borderlands 3 is on the horizon yeah october let's look forward october is jam packed man september october are going to be jam packed october uh, we have uh, borderlands 3 coming we uh, i am uh, october is always a time for wwe games to come so that's my time uh, that that's what i look forward to every year uh, wwe is not real it's pay <laughs> Uh, that's that's not what people uh, on my timeline think <laughs> so yeah yeah we do i i've lost more friends because of this wrestling is fake argument than i have with then i have uh, lost friends because of the modi argument right so <laughs> so you know that that's how that's how all that's how strongly i think about wrestling anyways uh, so what games are you looking forward to after akam night do you have something on on your plate next yeah uh, a new episode of life is strange 2 just came yep. i just down- downloaded yesterday and i have not completed episode 3 yet mm-hmm. so maybe sometime i'll play life is strange mm-hmm. in in addition with arkham night and control of course yeah i'm going to uh, i'm going to, i i'm almost finished uh, i well i i am finished I am finished with the everything that I have. Mostly, Man of Medan is done. Uh, Bloodstained is almost finished. Um, Destiny Two. Um, I'm going to wait until Shadowkeep comes out now, uh, because uh, once Shadowkeep comes out, everything that I have is going to level up to 750 automatically. So I, I. So Shadowkeep is a new update. So it's like an expansion. It's like the th- year three expansion, and uh, uh, so and that is going to uh, you know. Uh, align itself with its release on Stadia. So the next time I think I'm going to play Destiny, it's going to be in Stadia. Uh, I think it's going to be a good test for both the new expansion and the platform. Uh, so I'm actually looking forward to playing Remnants from the Ashes. So I have a long weekend coming up. I have three days: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'm thinking of downloading the game. Uh, and uh, after that, uh, I'm I want to pick up Dark Side is three. That's the ne- that's the other. free game that's coming out on ps4 this this month so i i have a very busy september in front of me so dark siders 3 i think it flopped and uh, i don't know maybe people rated it less than dark siders 2 or maybe it's just me yeah well dark siders 2 was really good and uh, um, i i have not played dark siders 3 and i know it didn't do so well uh but yeah it as a free game i think it's good right i i played dark side is 1 and 2 uh, and it's i did not buy dark side is 3 and it's in it's in psn plus right now so it's a good opportunity to finish off that trilogy right and they have uh, they announced dark siders genesis uh, diablo like looter uh on in on gamescom uh, for which again i have like more radical thought, thoughts um it just completely changes the way you think about dark siders but you know that's another that's another conversation for another time uh we are a little uh tight on the clock but i enjoyed this podcast uh selish i had a good time uh so if people want to you know get in touch with you uh, apart from this podcast and apart from indian noob where where can they find you so actually you can search me up on facebook i just selish Hash, uh, solidus sing or maybe on instagram as just solidus sing yeah and so i, I only post art stuff there i don't post any personal pics in instagram that's okay that's okay and uh, and if you want to follow us on instagram and or twitter or on facebook it's at the indian noob that's t h e i n d i a n n o b uh and with that this is ayush from ayush and salesh from indian noob signing off for you uh, have a good rest of the month thank you guys